Have you ever had that heart-stopping moment when you realized you forgot the password to a critical account? I have, and that's exactly why I switched to 1Password years ago, and honestly, it's been a game-changer. I can't do without 1Password, and I know that if you give it a try, you will feel the same way. And when you support our sponsors, then you support the show. So I encourage you to check out what 1Password has to offer One of the things 1Password has to offer is it combines top-tier security with an award-winning design, making password management a breeze for anyone, anywhere. From the moment I started using 1Password, I said goodbye to the days of resetting passwords and worrying about security breaches. You see, 1Password isn't just about convenience. It's about saving you from the real cost of data breaches and the daily time suck of password resets. It works seamlessly across all your devices, filling in passwords for you so that you can sign in with a click. And the best part, all you need to do is remember one strong password that protects everything else. I've been using 1Password for as long as I can remember. My family is using it. Everyone in this household has bought in. It's, again, a game changer. It's completely transformed how I handle my digital security and my family feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again, or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. And look, if you've ever been frustrated by a family member constantly asking for passwords, 1Password's secure sharing has been a total relationship saver for me. It's so secure that the Associated Press relies on it in high-risk areas, which means it's more than capable of keeping your digital life safe and streamlined. So why not make the switch? Protect yourself, your family, and your business with 1Password. It's the simple and secure way to manage your digital life. And right now, listeners of A Productive Conversation get a free two-week trial at onepasswordcom slash ProductiveConvo. That's two free weeks at onepasswordcom slash productive convo. Again, onepasswordcom slash productive convo. Check out one password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's onepasswordcom slash productive convo for two free weeks. Check it out today. Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter uplift desk a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work and that's just the beginning of what uplift desk has to offer with an emphasis on ergonomics and customization uplift desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals whether you're coding designing or podcasting like i am right now the flexibility to switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's up 
liftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. Hi, I'm Adrienne Smith, and I'm about to have a productive conversation with Mike Vardy. Welcome to A Productive Conversation. I'm Mike Vardy, and I'm here with Adrienne Smith on the program. Now, this episode has been in the works for quite some time, and she has released a competitive and fun card game called Blitz Champs, which we talk about during this podcast because I'm a football fan, and I also have kids, and I wanted to be able to play with them and have them understand some of the elements of football. It worked out pretty well. My wife and I played it along with my son. We enjoyed it. Now, Adrian is based in New York City, and she is one of the best performing wide receivers in women's football history. And in July of 2021, Adrian and her team, the Boston Renegades, were flown on the New England Patriots. Yep, that football team their private aircraft to play at the Football Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton, Ohio, where they won their third straight and sixth overall championship game. Uh, she's a two-time member of the U.S. Women's Tackle Football Team, five-time member of the U.S. Women's Flag Football Team as well. And in addition to her role with the Renegades, she plays on flag football team, the Merrimack Valley Smoke. And of course, she's got Blitz Champ. She is um, an amazing person to chat with. Um, we had a really vibrant conversation, so let's get to it. Here's my conversation with Adrian Smith. Enjoy. Adrian, thanks so much for taking the time to have this conversation with me today. It's been a long time coming. Yes, it has, Mike. I want to say, is, has it been a year? Definitely several, several months. Yeah, it's it's number one, we're both in different time zones. So for our work schedules, I normally do a lot of stuff later in the day. And you've you've been really good about creating boundaries around your time. We both do. So to be able to make this work uh, has been has been an interesting journey. But not only that. Um, it's just, you know, I mean, not, not only are we at that point, but recordings of these podcasts, I mean, which is great. These conversations we're booked. Uh, I, I kid you not, as of this recording, we have episodes booked. Now you don't fall into this late of a, of a release date, but we are booked with conversations until the end of summer, 2022. Wow. So we wow. have okay. now, now, I mean, that does take into account, you know, you know, uh, conversations that have already been recorded as well as ones that are booked. But I mean, we've got, we've got quite the lineup coming up. So really quickly, if you, if you want to make, you're going to have a plethora of podcasts coming your way. So if you haven't subscribed yet, know that this isn't <laughs> going anywhere anytime soon. Now you've got a lot going on. I want to, I want to dive in right away. First off, um, I, I, I don't, I love football. I absolutely love football. Unfortunately, the team I love, uh, has not done well it, historically. The Cincinnati Bengals. Anyone who's listened to the Ooh. podcast before, yeah, yeah, that's tough, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're better than we've been in recent years. I mean, of course, you know, we lose to the Jets and things like that as of this recording, <laughs> uh, and and the Browns, and you know. But but uh, my history with football is based on initially. Um, just my dad and the Bengals specifically is my dad watching the Super Bowl back in, I think it was 81 or something like that and seeing those striped helmets. And that's what it was. What, what was, where was your love of football kind of forged? And secondly, uh, you know, you, you didn't just, you know, watch football or take you played it right. <laughs> like yes. at the highest possible level. Yes. Yes. And I still do. But first let's, let's give a shout out to the, uh, 
the Bengals. Um, it was actually my grandmother's favorite team as well. Nice. So there you go. Nice. Who day? Who day? <laughs> yes, she, she loved that. Uh, striped helmets and then uh, Boomer Esiason, mm-hmm. the whole shebang, right? Yep. Uh, so for me, my love, my love affair with football began at the age of three. This is what my parents tell me. Football was on Sundays, and I would just love to see the, those guys running and smashing into each other. And so I said, hey, looks fun on the screen. Why don't I try it at home? So I would set up my teddy bear. His name's Ginger. And I would just run and tackle Ginger over and over again. So that's how my foray into football began. And like I said, you took it all the way to the highest level of women's professional football, which I mean, and this is going to like the most I've seen of women's professional football here in Canada is unfortunately the league that got a lot of play on like spike and stuff like that. That there was the lingerie right, football league because right. that was the one that kind of got promoted back then. But can you talk a little bit? Cause I don't, I don't know how many people first off that are listening to this watch football. And secondly, like how many are like is women's football getting more notoriety? Like, I mean, because again, like I said, the league that, that I managed to catch a like a passing glance at was like, okay, well, we know what this is supposed to be, and this is not what right. really you're going after when it comes to football. Right. And it's unfortunate that that when women are involved in something, um, it often has to be sexualized. Yep in order for it to get widespread acceptance, right. right? Acceptance, widespread acceptance. We can only, we can only afford that uh, to women if we sexualize them. Right. So that's sad. That's a sad commentary on just where we are uh, in the world. So um, I'm happy to be a part of a true women's football league, uh, the WFA women's football Alliance where we literally are playing football. Nuts and bolts, everything's the same. I tell people the only difference is we don't need a cup, right? We just don't need it. <laughs> it's true, it's true. <laughs> you, you, bring, you bring up a really good point about, about the sexualization part because, I mean, I'm a pro wrestling fan too, and for the longest time, and it, it, was, the, it was the thing, and now that you're watching, uh, you know, all elite wrestling and somebody's where yeah. it's it's now wrestling like they got rid of the divas and now it's and I'm like, yeah, like what? Like, it, it, it's fascinating to me that, you know, that that's where where we were. I'm glad that we're, you know, that we're, you know, in that heading in that other direction. And we just need to be steadfast about it. Um, yes, you spend absolutely you spend time uh not just playing football, but like promoting it, getting, getting women, young girls to get into not just football, but you know, you've got the um, Harlem hip hop tours. You've got a lot going on. Can you talk about like what drove your passion towards building several of these kind of ventures that, that, you know, that are, that are really kind of speaking to the girl that you, you know, girls like you that were tackling ginger, you know, at three years old. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, my, my football life encompasses multiple areas. So I play for, I currently play for the Boston Renegades women's tackle football team. We won six championships, just like the Patriots. And most recently, Mr. Robert Kraft actually flew us out on the Patriots team jet wow. uh, for us to clinch our sixth title in Canton, Ohio. That's um, fantastic. In July. That's And Canton, Ohio, for those that don't know, is where the pro hoof 
Football Hall of Fame is, is located. That's right. So, so that's the tackle side of things. I also uh, play flag football. I've been a five-time member of the U.S. Women's National Flag Football Team. Uh, and in, in all of this football playing, it spurred me on to give back to the game. And that's when I created Gridiron Queendom, which is a company that also uh, deals with promoting, uh, deals with the youth. So helping the youth, promoting women and girls who love football, who are fans of football. And that aligns with Harlem Hip Hop Tours, which is another company that I started uh, that is geared towards providing edutainment. I like to call it edutainment field trips. So Mm -hmm. education and entertainment field trips for kids in grades three through 12. So those are two aspects that are on the business side of things, but it all flows from just my love for sports, education, and entertainment. Okay, I'm going to get into the nitty gritty of your your life now, the day to day. What does it look like? Like what, you know, I mean, you're playing at the highest level of professional football, right? You're, you've got all these other avenues and ventures that you're pursuing. Plus we've, I mean, and well, I mean, for those that are able to see this, cause I know sometimes we share these on YouTube as well. I've got the blitz champ, uh, blitz champs game that I've had the pleasure of playing. We'll touch on that in a little bit, but, uh, and you've got yours too. Um, <laughs> something tells me you have a few more than I do. Um, <laughs> but, but, Definitely. but, but what does, like, how do you make your way through the day? Not just in terms of running the business aspect, but you've obviously got to be doing training and you're practicing and all that stuff. So what does that day look like for you? Great question, Mike. And I like to say now I've, I've finally figured it all out. Like I've honed in on how being Adrian works. Mm -hmm. And it all started in, I want to say 2012, 2013. Um, I had just written a screenplay and it was a semifinalist in um, a competition and I was feeling overwhelmed. And I remember I had like just this breakdown. I was crying and I was venting to my best friend and she just looked at me. She gave me some hard love, Mike. She said, Adrian, how do you, do you think Oprah's sitting around here crying? Like, do you think Beyonce's crying because she's too busy? Steven Spielberg, do you think he's crying because he's too busy? She said, you need to get your stuff together. You need to get your time management together. And as I dried my tears, Mike, I, I walked on over to, to Barnes and Noble and I looked up books about time management. Mm-hmm. And I found one and I started reading like, cause you need to be, to, to be able to do what I do. I'm an, I'm an elite athlete. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I produce a TV film. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, then I happened to create Blitz Champs, this mm-hmm. amazing football card game in order to do all that. Like my time management process and skills are top notch. And the, the first thing I did was create a spreadsheet Uh, broken up into half hours from like 4 a.m. like all the way till midnight Mm -hmm. and color code the different uh, businesses and uh, objectives that I'm working on. And that's how I manage. I spend my time wisely. I visually see it. So for instance, today we're talking right now, but I got up uh, early this morning and um, I had to look at Amazon sales for Blitz Champs because Christmas is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, then I had to follow up on some emails with this other project that I'm about to do. Then, you know, my, my fitness has to stay at a certain level. So I went out to Central Park 
jumped some rope, uh, ran some errands, and now I'm back here talking to you. But everything is is organized. What book was it? Do you remember? What time management I, book I was it? I do not remember the book. If I'm able to find it, um, I'll have to email that to you. That's, but, that's okay. Uh, that's, yeah. There's... Ever found yourself deep in a project, your flow state so intense that the world around you just fades away? That's the magic zone where ideas take flight and your work truly comes to life. But what if, in a blink, it could all disappear? Hard drives fail, coffee spills, and yes, even the dreaded accidental delete happens. But fear not, because CrashPlan has your back. Don't wait for disaster to strike. Head over to crashplan.com slash timecrafting now for a free trial and secure your creations with their limited time buy one, get one offers. Supporting our sponsors means supporting this podcast. So take a moment to check them out. CrashPlan is the superhero of cloud-based data protection, specifically designed for people like us who live and breathe their digital creations. CrashPlan ensures that every file, every idea, and every piece of hard work is safely backed up and protected. With CrashPlan Professional, you get unlimited backup for your computers, not servers or cloud apps, just pure essential data protection for PC, Mac, and Linux. This means your business plans, designs, music, and documents are continuously encrypted and updated in their secure cloud without you lifting a finger. Imagine this, your laptop takes a dive during a late night work session. With CrashPlan, it's not a disaster, it's just a minor hiccup. Their service runs quietly in the background, safeguarding every change you make every 15 minutes. And if the worst happens, your files are just a few clicks away from being restored with unlimited version retention acting as your personal time machine. For businesses, CrashPlan's multi-tenant capabilities are a game changer. Buy as many licenses as you need, manage them with ease, and let your team or your IT admin restore data seamlessly, saving precious time and resources. So go to CrashPlan.com slash TimeCrafting now to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited buy one, get one offers for a productive conversation listeners. That's CrashPlan.com slash TimeCrafting. Back up better with CrashPlan. Have you ever looked into fasting and thought, I love the benefits, but I can't go days without eating? Well, that's where Prolon comes in, transforming the fasting experience with a plant-based nutrition program that tricks your cells into thinking they're fasting without actually having to stop eating. Developed through decades of research at the University of Southern California Longevity Institute, Prolon is not just another diet, it's a scientifically backed program designed to support your body's natural processes. Now keep in mind, this isn't about cutting out food, it's about providing your body with the right nutrients to enter a fasting state while still eating. The program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all carefully designed to support healthy blood sugar levels, cardiovascular health, and even reduce abdominal fat. And the convenience? Well, it's unmatched. Everything you need comes in one box delivered right to your doorstep. Thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon for its health benefits, backed by Nobel Prize winning science. So if you're looking for a way to kickstart your health journey with all the benefits of fasting and none of the hunger, Prolon is the answer. And right now, Prolon is offering a Productive Conversation listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash timecrafting. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash timecrafting for this special offer. 
Again, that's prolonlife.com slash timecrafting. Check it out today. Ever caught yourself marveling at the seamless magic of everyday tech, like how noise-canceling headphones block out the world or the sheer bliss of meeting-free Fridays? Now imagine if there was a way to bring that kind of magic into selling online. Well, guess what? There is, and it's called Shopify. From the moment you decide to launch your online shop to opening your first physical store, and even when you're pinching yourself because, yes, you just hit a million orders, Shopify is there to guide your growth. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or the latest productivity tools, Shopify supports you everywhere with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. The checkout, oh, it's a breeze for your customers, converting up to 36% better than other platforms. And with Shopify Magic, your AI-powered assistant, you're selling more with way less effort. And you won't be alone in your Shopify journey because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., supporting giants like Allbirds and Brooklinen and millions of entrepreneurs across 175 countries. Their award-winning support is always there, making sure businesses that grow, Grow with Shopify, and yours can be one of those businesses. And for those looking to level up, Shopify's endless integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to chatbots ensure your business is always ahead of the curve. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash timecrafting now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash timecrafting. So and that, that back then, so I mean, David Allen's Getting Things Done was popular. That's one of the ones that be, uh, Cal Newport talks about so good they can't ignore you. That that sounds a, a, like that deliberate time tracking. There's a plethora of them out there, but I'm glad you you pursued that because you're right. Like if you're trying to balance all that stuff, um, and, and a lot of people use that time blocking ideology of like, okay, what what does this look like? How does this work? I'm, I'm a believer in using like theming and using horizontal theming and things like that. Um, and, and, and maybe not getting as, I wouldn't say as, as granular, but saying, okay, well, this is when I do networking. This is when I do writing. This is when I do this and not necessarily knowing what it's going to look like actually today. Um, I just re re upped, uh, with my personal trainer, we've moved my schedule. So it fits more my body clock. I'm not a morning person. I'm better designed to do my workouts in the afternoon, just based on, you know, my circadian rhythms and chronotype. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll put Dr. Bruce's two podcast episodes in the show notes. He's the sleep doctor to, uh, illustrate, <laughs> to illustrate that if people want to know what that sounds like. But, um, when I did that, I'm like, okay, so that's, I don't know what the workout is going to be, but I know that's the workout time when you're doing this, like you, you just kind of broke things down. Are you more like, this is the precise thing I'm going to do at this precise time? Or are you more along the lines of this time I'm going to be working on this type of activity or the bit, this particular project? Great, great question. I love it, Mike. And let me let me just be clear to all of my fellow night owls out there. Uh-huh. I am not a morning person either. Right. I just have a particular um, event coming up on Friday that's forcing me to shift things early. So I'm actually doing two a day. So I need to get my body to look a certain way. Yeah. So I've been jumping rope in the morning and then lifting at night. Um, and it just, it just so happens that today I was like, I have to get up. I have, I have so much I have to get done. I'm I'm real quick. That's what it was. Real quick. I'm the same. I'm running an elite time course right now, which is my cohort. And most of the people live in New York or East. Uh, Like I'm on the West coast. So 
I can't well, for me when I'm starting at seven for them, it's ten a yeah. or it's ten a.m. for them. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely like okay, I must get up. This is outside of the norms. You're so you're a night owl then. That's, uh, that's I'm a I'm a I'm a night owl, and my my best sleep time is somewhere between two to six a.m. So normally I sleep midnight to eight eight thirty. I Same. try to get that time frame in. Same. Right. Same. Um, and it's, it might depend, maybe I'm falling asleep at 1145 or maybe I'm falling asleep at 130, but that's what I try to aim for. And then I'll just work later into, into the evening. So, but the, your question of, am I planning things out specifically? There's certain things. If I have interviews, if I have meetings that, you know, I then have to build the day around those kind of tent poles, mm-hmm. but normally I'll say, okay, uh, I'm in a, my training season, I, I need to do two a day. So sometime when the sun's out, I'm going to be outside and do some cardio. Then when the sun goes down, I'll do some lifting indoors. Awesome. I think that, that one of the things that I find fascinating when people who are trying to are multi-potentialites doing like a bunch of different things at once that they have to even be more, uh, you know, uh, precious with their time, right? They have to go, okay, well, what does that look like? How do I, how do I manage all of that stuff? And make it work. Now, sleep. We mentioned sleep. Now, interestingly, I was listening to, I used Calm for my meditation practice because I do meditate now and I've been really working towards that habit for a while. Um, we can maybe touch on that in a little bit if you if you have a meditation practice or journaling or anything like that. But I was listening to the LeBron James um uh, he, he's got a, he's got a program on calm and he schedules sleep. Like he, and he actually does, I think he even says he has a nap after practice. Like he'll, he'll nap and do things like that. Are you, um, it sounds like you're not as regimented about what, uh, you know, necessarily saying, okay, I must sleep at this time. I must sleep at this time, but you know that you have to get a certain amount in, right? Yes, absolutely. So I, I generally, again, try to stick to that midnight to 8, 8.30 a.m. chunk of time. Um, but anytime I, I found, especially when I'm just doing my n- normal workload, which is abnormal for most people, but um, anytime I have to ratchet up on the physical fitness aspect, if I'm training for the season, et cetera, or a special mm-hmm. event, I do find that I need to put in a nap either around three o'clock or like five thirty six p.m. Yeah. And even if it's just 15, 20 minutes where I just allow my, I just, you know, just shut it down for a little bit. It gives me just the right amount of energy to pop up, pop back up and power through that, that kind of second half of the day. So I guess I'm, I'm team LeBron when it comes to that. <laughs> do you, do you meditate? Do you take time to meditate and, and even, and, and perhaps even journal? Uh, I, you know, interesting point. I just thought LeBron and I have the same birthday. I wonder if that's oh, wow. something we're both, we're both Capricorns. <laughs> yeah. Um, December 30th. Anyway. So, uh, I, I'm with meditation. I'm on and off. Like I did, there was a period, I want to say in 2018 where I was meditating every morning and mm-hmm. just, I could feel it and everything was wonderful. And then I moved away from it. And the same thing with journaling. They'll just, I go through periods where I do need to journal so much is going on and it just helps to relieve my brain of all of these ideas, these concepts and conversations. Uh, but yeah, I kind of go in and out in terms of when I'm using those methodologies. One thing I do stick to is prayer 
and uh, exercise, which, for sure. Which prayer is a form of meditation. Like, I mean, most, yes. you know, it's interesting. I was talking to somebody yesterday, one of the, as I was teaching some of the elements of, of productivity, and they pointed out that like email, to-do lists, and calendars are like the hard skills. Like those you don't miss because they are so often predicated on external demands, the demands of others, and so on and so forth. Whereas journaling, uh, habits, and uh, meditation, like those kind of things are more soft skills. So they're the ones we tend to let slide. Now, I'm not saying that, the, I mean, clearly you're accomplishing a lot so that the, you're, you're, you're filling that time up with that stuff. But it, I just find that that kind of, I, I never really thought about it that way until that got brought up to me. We're like, oh, well, these are the three pieces that the hard skill stuff that they're, they're doing, the external stuff. How do you keep the demands of others, like, again, keep in mind, I mean, yeah, you've got, you're, you're serving a whole bunch of people. You're serving your teammates. You're serving your coaching staff. You're serving the, you know, the different initiatives that you've got in place. How do you keep your intentions, the things that you need and want to do from being overridden or compromised by the demands that are coming externally, whether they're coming from those initiatives specifically or from things beyond that, that may be, you know, are, are, are things that are opportunities that, that might, you might want to take advantage of, but, or they're just, or it's just noise. How do you keep your kind of intentions illuminated? That's great. I love this question. And it really is coming down to how does one stay focused? Uh, and for me, especially now, things are shifting in terms of blitz champs, in terms of some of my other um, business endeavors where, we're moving to the next level. Right. So I'm having to deal with new partnerships. I'm having to deal with more people and I'm finding that, okay, I'm a great juggler, but now I've got more plates in the air. So yeah. uh, I've been checking in on myself, honestly, to make sure that I do a good job of transitioning into this, this, the big leagues into the, you know, the faster, the, the stronger level. And it's coming down to learning how to say no. Mm -hmm. and um, weighing which opportunities are more in line with the goals that I have in place. Because there was a point where if anyone asked me to do anything, Mike, I was like, yes, I'm on board. I want to help. I want to support. I want to meet people because networking is a way for me to help grow in these other areas. And now it's, it, it's starting to shift where people are coming at me as opposed to my having to go seek some business opportunities and relationships. So it's, it's good. I'm, I'm constantly checking in to make sure that this opportunity fits my brand, that this opportunity is going to be something that is, is going to, that will generate positivity for myself and others. And if it doesn't, then I have to prioritize it as you know more like a seven, eight, nine. Whereas if it does, then you know you're up there at one, two, and three. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I want to touch on quickly before we we dive into Blitz Champs uh, the idea of the season, so seasonal productivity. Because yeah. let's face it, I mean we're as we're recording this, winter is coming. As game, as they would say in Game of yes, Thrones. Yes, Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> so getting outside might be a little chillier in New York, but not only that. The, I mean, you're in the throes of the season right now. Like, is this is this is this when football is like? I mean, it, when I watch the NFL right now, we're right in the thick of it, mid mid season as we're recording this, right? Like week ten. Mm -hmm. So we're just past the mid season part. When when you're in the season, you you were pretty clear about like I know it's this this is the season. This is the routine. What about when the off season approaches? Like, do you have 
is it fairly consistent with, okay, season's on, this is what I do, season's off, this is what I do? Or does when you have an off season, do you kind of mix it up a bit? Okay, so women's football is kind of like women's basketball. You have the NBA in the fall, winter-ish, and then the WNBA is in the spring. It's so the off- same with women's football. Offset. So, okay. Yeah. So the men are playing now, and the women, we pick up uh, our game start in, in April and run through the summer. Okay. So technically, for tackle, I'm off-season. But mm-hmm. when it comes to flag football, there are constantly tournaments throughout the year so I have to balance physicality. So for tackle, I tend to try to be heavier. I tend to to, to put on more muscle. Mm-hmm. And then for flag, I tend to lean out. Now, the, the difference comes in that as an athlete, that's what I do physically. Right. But as a businesswoman, now's a big time. We're in the NFL. So it's all about blitz champs, blitz champs, blitz champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just in an event in Massachusetts with NFL flag, the Patriots regional tournament there. We had a blitz champs activation. So it's, it's on one hand from a physical standpoint, this is my off season. And generally, you know, I just don't work out as much right now. I'm preparing for a particular event. So that's a little different. Uh, but normally this is a calmer time for me in terms of the training that I do. I will start to ratchet up uh, in right after Christmas, beginning of January. Okay. Um, that's when things will shift. Well, and the other, the, the thing is, I think probably for you, because you play flag as well, there's, it's never not happening to a degree, right? Yes. <laughs> so you, you exactly. can't, you can't afford to like say, Oh, I'm going to take three months off and not train at all. Cause you, you, you would, yeah, that wouldn't work. You know, that never. wouldn't work at all. All right. Blitz champs. So let me, let me give you a bit of a, a detail of what we did. So we, you've sent me the card game. We played it. Um, I am the only pure football fan in this house. Now, they know this because Sundays are the days where I watch football. And what's interesting is I'll watch the Bengals. But then, of course, and actually, as we're recording this this past weekend, it was I, I posted, you know, the Dos Equis guy meme, you know, where it's like I I do that. I, uh, you know, I don't often do this, but, but this. Yes. So, so I Dos Equis meme was I don't often cheer for the Patriots. But when I do, they're playing the Ravens, the Browns, or the Steelers because they because be- <laughs> they destroyed the Browns. Mac Jones is looking pretty darn good too. I have to say. I mean, yeah, he is. it just goes to show Belichick and Brady together were magic, but separately they do a pretty darn good job as well. I think I think that there was a really great relationship there. So we play. Agreed. So we play Blitz Champs. My wife and I first start playing, or no, my yeah, my wife and I played first, and. I think the thing is, because they know that I talk about it a lot, there was an understanding, oh, so this is what this is, this is what this is. And so it took us a few hands because they weren't all football fans. But by Mm -hmm. the third game, by the way, my wife beat us in every single game. Like she just got the cards. Yay, girl power. (laughs) The cards just landed her way. Um, Like how many Hail Marys do you get for crying out loud? Uh, (laughs) um, But uh, as we went through it and my son, who's 11, um, there was the, the math that came into play. There was the strategy. There was the like, Oh, we need to take points away from her. I mean, she still eventually won, but we were okay. So tell, share a little bit. So I'm giving like a bit of a bird's eye view and overview. Like, well, Mike, how's the game work? What, what happened? Um, my experience, number one, uh, it's definitely helpful if you're a huge football fan, number one, because the buy-in's there right away. Secondly, once you get into it, the math, the strategy, all that stuff plays yeah. in. So can we talk a little bit about, like, 
number one, the impetus for you creating this game, and number two, what uh, I th- obviously for football fans, but there's some other side benefits to this as well that I think is like my son saw my you know. Now my my wife at least knows like okay well twenty one like oh so it's a point like she she had an understanding of like oh this is what football is and this is how this works so there was a lot going on. Yes, well I I'm I'm grinning from ear to ear because I I love Blitz Champs I love it and when I hear people like you who have positive experiences with the game it just fills my heart with so much joy um i started i created blitz champs in december 2015 and it really like i mentioned before mike it was really a way for me to give back to the game Mm. so i've learned so much from football i've met uh so many different people women who i consider to be my sister's family i've traveled the world i've played in finland uh canada uh Sweden, all over. And it's just been this 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 wonderful, all-encompassing um community of people who love this game. And I tell I tell folks like football for me, it's it's similar to math or music. It's mm-hmm. another universal language. It is a strategic it's, so- it's a strategic game. Most people when they look yes. like when you get into it, you're like, oh, like you don't realize how unless you really pay attention to it. And most sports are like this. When you go beyond the physicality, you're like, oh, there's some Correct. strategy. This is like, this is not Correct. just, so I, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but it's like, I think that that's, there, there are so many lessons that can be learned yes. from sports. Yep. I mean, Ted Lasso is a great example of that when it comes to soccer right now or football, if you want to call it that, you know, um, John mm-hmm. Wooden. I mean, people quote John Wooden all the time. We had, um, well, I'll link to the episode where we talked about John Wooden specifically. So sports and football, but football doesn't seem to get the credit it that those other sports do because of the you know that how it how br- brutal it can be right the physicality the physicality of it, yes. of it yeah so so for me i wanted to take everything you just mentioned mike i wanted to take the strategy i wanted to take the excitement the competition of what i experienced playing on the field and i wanted to package it in such a way that more people could experience it at home mm-hmm. so i literally i said I, I like one night i was praying i said god you know I need a game. Like I need a football game. (laughs) Let's do a game. And Mike, I went to sleep. I woke up. Boom. It was all there. I started scribbling in my notebook. uh, And there, there Blitz Champs was. So I took 2016 to develop the game, come up with the, the uh, artwork. And for me, it was very, very important that Blitz Champs be inclusive. So when Mm -hmm. you play the game, you see women in the game. You see men in the game. You see Hispanic people in the game. You see Asian people in the game. You see flag football players. You see tackle football players. If anyone picks up a Blitz Champs game, I want them to know that football is for them and yep. that they have a part in the game. Uh, so that was very important. And then started introducing the game into schools because I also realized, as you found out with your 11-year-old son, Blitz Champs is an amazing math learning tool for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you have to add six plus three and you're trying to get up to 21 and you're trying to you know, bring your mom back down below 21 so she doesn't win the game, you start using your mental math skills and it becomes fluent. Yep. And you don't, what I love is that you don't realize, the kids don't realize that they're learning, that they're doing math. It's the best thing ever. Well, and the other thing is, is that, I mean, the way I learned math in school versus the way my kids learn math in school. Now, both of those things are still different than what how blitz, blitz champ presents itself. So it's actual 
practical things that are happening because that's real world. I mean, the way we tend to learn in schools and I'm not going to crap on education necessarily, but the way we tend to learn it is it's, it's not like, how am I going to use this in the real world? Right? Like, how am I, well, this is an example of using it in the real world. Like, you know, you, and Again, we go back to the strategy of it, like, you know, clock management that's happening in this game. At the tail end. Like you've got to like, OK, there's clock management, the strategy piece. It's so it, it, what I what I dug about it was it. And again, like anything else, the momentum builds, right? Like you play one hand, you play two, you play three. Um, and the momentum was building throughout. And I think the other thing that can't be understated uh, is the replay value like it or overstated the replay value. You're not going to play the same game twice. There's no way exactly. you'll play it. And so that's, that's a, I mean, I love board games. We have several of them here. I love card games as well. You have to have replay value in it. Otherwise the cards just, it, then it, it, there's no staying power. There's tons of replay value in blitz champs for sure. Exactly. Exactly. You, you, you bring up a really good point. And the other thing is, uh, especially for parents that this is a game that, takes your kids away from the screen. Mm-hmm. Now that's, that's one of the, the, some of the feedback that we get is this unplugged family time, yep. unplugged kid play time. Um, it's, it's paramount these days. So blitz you've got, I mean, before we wrap up, I want to touch on a couple of things. First off where people can get blitz champs, where they can pick this up. Also, um, I did. I mean, I've spent my time doing acting and performing as well. I have background in comedy. I've done. I've spent time on a film set more than on a, on a few occasions where I live. It's not too far from Vancouver. Victoria is often a location that people use to shoot. I mean, the the Netflix series Made that came out this year was entirely like all was shot here. Like it's the biggest production we've ever had in Victoria. And there's wow. there's we've had you know plenty of films shot here. Um, and so your are. Pa- As I mean, we all know when it comes to athletics that eventually things wind down, right? Like they do, like the career part winds down. So is obviously the entrepreneurial aspects are there. You've been building that. And I think that's one thing that unfortunately, I think it's becoming more prevalent where athletes are building things on the side to be prepared for when they are no longer able to, you know, perform at that, that high level any longer, or that the sport just doesn't want them because sometimes that happens too, right. Where they're right. Right. Where there's like, well, it's, and frankly, acting can kind of be in the same category as well. Are you, are you leaning in that direction a bit more with your, with the, with the film and television work? Is that something that when football, you know, at least the playing aspect part is done, or are you thinking like coaching, like what does that look like for you? Because I think that that's, that's the next phase of the journey that, that fascinates me as well. Right. I think for me, um, not so much, much the coaching aspect as creating platforms and arenas in which women and girls can exhibit their skills at a greater level. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I foresee myself using my business skills to grow and create opportunities to showcase talent. Okay. All right. And, and what about the film star? Are you thinking about heading down that way as well? More like leaning into that? Oh, yeah. well, I've, I've been doing that yeah. the, the whole Go time on. I've been doing all this other stuff. <laughs> so uh, one of the, the, the wonderful experiences of my life was uh, being a, uh, a core background actor on oranges of new black. So yep. the end of episode 13 of season one, all the way through season five. So if you were to re- re- rewatch that, you would see me in, 
the background as a, a core inmate. So yeah, that's always been there. That will continue to be there. I'm continue to write, uh, continuing to write screenplays uh, and produce content. It's tricky. I got to say, I've done a lot of background work too. Um, for those that think background work is like, oh, it, it, it's it's fun, but there is like you're all in. Like, don't think yes. that don't don't think that when you're on set that you're like, all right, well, when I'm not on set, I can just sit and go and check my phone and do these other bit. New, no, you cannot. And this is, I mean, you can't just. It's not like when you're doing that, Adrian. You could sit and go, okay, well, let me check how my Amazon. You might be able to get. <laughs> you might be able to get in that for a second, but you got to be ready to go back to ones, right? You got to be ready to go back to one. <laughs> so you're. That's right. Back to one, Mike. <laughs> uh, Adrian, where can people pick up Blitz Champs? Where can people keep up with you and your work? Excellent. So Blitz Champs, you can go to B-L-I-T-Z-C-H-A-M-P-Z.com, BlitzChamps.com, mm-hmm. or just hop on over to Amazon and type in Blitz Champs. Uh, and then for me, I'm all of my Instagram, Twitter, you know, social media handles, it's all Adrian V10. My jersey number is 10. So Adrian T-H-E-1-0. Adrian the 10. Adrian, thanks so much for taking the time to have a productive conversation with me today. Thank you, Mike. Thanks to Adrian for joining me on the program today. You can get all of the things we talked about, the helpful links, show notes, all that stuff. Just go to productivityist.com slash podcast 419, or you could just look at the podcast app that you're using right now. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you're not already subscribed. Next week, I'm joined by Daniel Coyle. Really excited for that conversation. We talk about his book, The Culture Playbook really great stuff again some sports makes its way into that conversation as well so you don't want to miss it the other thing you don't want to miss is helping out the show any way you can if you enjoy it you can support the show again by subscribing by rating and reviewing it or visiting our sponsors page and checking out what our sponsors have to offer the sponsors you heard today they can all be found there productivityist.com slash podcast sponsors that's it for this episode of a productive conversation thanks again for joining me I'm Mike Vardy, the host of A Productive Conversation with Mike Vardy, reminding you to stop doing productive and start being productive. See you later.